Hello, it's Rum Doings episode 21, where this week our celebrity guest is... No one. Nobody no at all. No one at all. Just that, me. That was just... Celebrity John Walker. That was just our shark jumping, and we're back again with our lovable two selves. Our good old comedy double act that goes back through the ages. That's the circus. There's no comedy double act in the circus. Yes, there is. Who? Whom? There is the lion and its tamer. Okay, that's fair. I, I won't wrong. say who's the tamer here. <laughs> um, Nick, I want you to pour my drink. Okay, the drink today, I'm afraid. Well, we haven't done it before, and it's a delicious... It is a delicious... I, I, find, I, it under, have... I find it under pudding drinks, like uh, uh, the yeah. uh, orange rum. Yes, which um, last week. And, uh, and, and, and indeed weeks before. Um, see if people can tell from the glugging. Notice there isn't very much glugging. It's not much glugging. It's quite it's viscous. Oh, that's a good clue there. It's a good clue for our mm. excited listeners. Yes, what could it be? <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> Thank you very much. Also, we're recording today in my brother's studio. <laughs> studio, yes. Because <laughs> the, the regular rum doing studio is busy. Just on the, on the white bowl there, is that, a, is that a slug crawling over the side of the white bowl? Yes, um, <laughs> we're actually recording at my brother's studio. And my, my mother, when, <laughs> when she sees that slug, is caught by it each time. <laughs> I have to go and have a look. He's actually walking across the studio to go and have a look at a white sweet bowl, which oh, appears... Oh, that's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> which appears to have a white slug going up it. <laughs> And it does indeed. It's a ceramic slug. I but I was looks... seeing something at an awkward angle and misinterpreting it. <laughs> it's like these things. But it's actually at... got a little slug head. That's disgusting. It looks like it is. A, it's a ceramic slug. I used to have problems with slugs coming into my bedroom, and so I'm not impressed to seeing a fake slug. <laughs> well, you're, you're... Oh, that's disgusting. You had slug trails. The number you? of times, and no, I had worse. The worst thing that can ever happen. This is worse than your child dying. This is the yes. worst awful thing. Is moving my foot and feeling the squish. As I oh, cr- by the way, it's Bailey's. As I, oh, yeah, sorry. As I crush a slug mm. between my sock oh. toes. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> and it's happened a number of times. Your cat should have dealt with that. I know, he's useless. Doesn't eat spiders, doesn't do anything. He wants to eat a wasp. <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> that's the extent clever. of his genius. Clever you, Dexter. The uh, topic... <laughs> In case he's listening. <laughs> In case he's listening. <laughs> I do love Bailey's. Yes. What I'm doing sponsored by Bailey's. It is nice. It's as if it's alcohol with some cream in it. It's a... <laughs> yes, it's... But it's... Again, it's fallen under pudding. Pudding that makes you want to have a mm. little nap. Yes. <laughs> Nappy pudding. Nappy pudding. Um, <laughs> which your daughter provides you with every yes. day. <laughs> Yellowy nappy pudding. Would you like to give the topic of the day's conversation? I would love to. Today's topic that we shall not be discussing is is bad language. Is the use of bad language a sign of a poor vocabulary and a poorer imagination? Sometimes, but not usually. But not most. Mostly not. Shush! Stop discussing it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> There's the end of the discussion. It's dreadful. It, it, it is quite. So we should we should explain about how we've ransacked this house. Yeah. What well, the studio. Yes. We, if you ever want to break into this house, the key... I, we, I can tell you no, what the key is. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. um, and then just rifle through their cupboards, as I think any good guest when the owners are away should. Well, I only went through the cupboards where I knew to get only, stuff. Only the kitchen cupboards. We'd never go through the bathroom cabinet. I, no. People do that. People they go through that. the bathroom cabinet. That's inappropriate. Yeah. Have you gone through somebody's bathroom No, cupboard? I don't think I ever have. Not unless, you know, unless asked to. I imagine it would be quite disappointing as well, because... Let's be honest, you wouldn't keep something utterly embarrassing in the bathroom. No, I suppose you. Well, maybe you would because you just feel safe in your own house and you never assume that anyone else and is that anybody would visit. Have a rifle through your condom and Viagra collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> condoms and vibrators from around the world, little yes. display case <laughs> in the bathroom. In, in little miniature bottles with the <laughs> right. labels. Oh, you must try this Viagra, it's absolutely <laughs> splendid. It's quite lemony. <laughs> yes, that'd be good. Have you noticed something about in the studio about their books? <laughs> studio. Notice something about the books on the bookshelf. They're shelf. very old. No, 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 no. Notice they something. are though. No, look, work your way from left to right on that that shelf there. They look extraordinarily faded. No, on work the top your... left. It's like a no, no. Move to the third shelf down. I, d- I don't know. Start start from the left and move to the right. What do you notice? Oh, the colour. Co- oh, they've organised them by colour. It goes from blue to green to <laughs> orange to red. <laughs> Who did that can only have been uh, Gregory's wife, surely? Don't be, don't be sexist. I'm not absolutely insexist about this. I truly believe that men will put things in alphabetical order, whereas women will put things more aesthetically pleasing. Well, maybe they'll write in and I tell us... I'm grossly sexist about this subject. Maybe they're, Well, you're just grossly sexist. That's true. And you're racist. And racist, And you're yes. a paedophile. Maybe they'll... <laughs> I've got the complete set! <laughs> You've got the complete set. Now you can be queen! <laughs> they... No, they, they did. They did. Um, <laughs> just, I, I, don't know, I don't think there's ever been an episode, apart from last week, when thank goodness there was someone else in the room to stop you, where I've not been accused of being a paedophile. With ten minutes into the who program. was here last week? Uh, that bloke. There was um, nobody here last week, John. Are you, are you going crazy? Did you, did you have your imaginary friend again? But the, he was there. I could see him. I swear. <laughs> John, you're starting to have delusions again. You think that Radio 4 writers are coming onto your vanity <laughs> podcast and discussing their programmes with you. No, you put it like that, it does sound kind of ridiculous. It didn't happen. <laughs> of course it didn't happen. Why would maybe some... a really esteemed and fantastic comedy writer appear on this crash? Actually, actually, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. What exactly happened there? <laughs> it did happen. We weren't putting on... John wasn't putting on a funny voice. <laughs> do, my, do my best John Finnemore impression. Do you, want to, do you want to tell me off? You wanted to tell me off. What for? For last week. Oh, I for finishing to, every single one of the poor man's music. sentences. Mm. I don't know. It's like, um, I've, I, I You're do, in three minds about it. I am. I do interviews in, in my job reasonably often, and so I'm quite good at... Going into interview mode. Not doing that, for instance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so... But remember, this was the anti-podcast. <laughs> this was... We, we, we go off topic, we interrupt, we, we go off on all it's sorts of tangents. It's fine when you do it to me, but I'm not sure... Should... I should do it to visiting dignitaries. Well, what I like this is when you ask them a question... And then, then I offered your answer for that question as well. It's like, what's your opinion about? I wonder if it's this. <laughs> we didn't really need to have him come in. We could have just let you assume what he thought about something. I usually do. Yeah, but then so do most. Oh, let's have Stephen Fry in this week. <laughs> so ask him a question. We might one day. Who should we have next? Well, I think Stephen Fry because you're friends with him. Yeah, he's my best mate. Your best buddy. Best buddy, Stephen. Uh huh. Oh. So, do you think we should name and shame the people who want to come on this? No, not yet. Okay. But, you know, we might, we might no, get possible. another guest. We might get another guest. It does, it does seem implausible that we've got John Finnemore, so why not? We might get another guest. Yeah. We might. Um, do you want to talk about Jesus for a while? Do you want to talk about Jesus? Yes. Not especially. <laughs> you said you did. I said uh, you asked me if I wanted to talk about my church. And your church is run by? Jesus. So you want to talk about Jesus? Mr. And, and Mrs. Christ. <laughs> you want to talk about Mr. and Mrs. Christ's <laughs> enterprise. <laughs> That's right. Right, John's now going to try and minister to you to convert you. That's Begin right. This is, this now. Is my conversion process. No, no repetition, no deviation. <laughs> no devotion. No devotion. I think, um, no, I just, I just thought an awesome thing happened that I'm just really excited about. They, got the, they pulled the whole church together at a random meeting on a Tuesday night and said, if you are not willing to support a woman in authority and leadership in this church, we want you to leave. 
Alrighty, cool. How awesome did is any, that? Did, yeah, <laughs> but it might not be awesome. If you're the, the, the liberal sandal-wearing hippie denomination of we sort of believe there's a force, but we don't really know what to call it, and anyway, Jesus was this hippie dude, then I'm not that surprised. Whereas if you were the strict, uptight bastards who have crosses in every room and mm-hmm. are very liturgically nasty, and yet you still allow this, then that's more impressive. So which are you of the two? Well, I think we're a mixed body. We're, it's a free church, so there's no kind of affiliation. It's not non-liturgical, certainly, but it's very um, uh, evangelical. It's very Bible-based. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like, you know... So you're Bible-believing Baptists. Not Baptists. You're obsessed with calling you me are, a Baptist. You are. You're Landover Baptist. <laughs> Landover Baptist is a whole other thing. But we're, no, we're not Baptists. Westboro Baptist. Westbred Baptist Church. That's what we just <laughs> like. Just Fred Phelps is your pastor. <laughs> pastor Fred Phelps. Mm. No, it's not. So um, so brilliantly, yes, this lady called Betsy is is, uh, is at the front and in charge with her husband, Andrew. and um, But she's... The Heaven, kind of... Heavens to Betsy. Heavens to Betsy, indeed. Um, I made that joke when I first joined, and apparently no one else had. Excellent. So that's good. They probably actually hadn't. Um, no, they genuinely hadn't. No, generally Christians are quite unimaginative and dull, so <laughs> <laughs> it, was probably, it was probably the first time, <laughs> the first time they heard this joke. <laughs> I nearly choked to death when you said that. <laughs> it's all right, Jesus would have said, oh, all right, that was a good joke to die on. <laughs> good no, to see right. you. But the I man just... who made the joke is going to hell, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just really proud. Now you're a good Jewish boy, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I I uh, I just really love the fact that they did that. They're, they're so kind of so adamant and so certain about this. And it's like if you're not willing to support this person, and if you have problems with them being a woman, oh, you said there really were issues with this, and there were rumbling. So they've they've, they've headed off at the pass now. I don't they? know. It's it's, it's uh, I didn't say anything of the sort, but um, entirely <laughs> inventing this. We've never talked you about did. this before. You talked about the the death threats to Betsy and the 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 major the major campaign run against her uh, and the nasty things put through her letterbox and the hate campaign and, and the television adverts the television. taken out and bath TV. This is the first Nick's ever heard about it. So anything he said is entirely made up by his own brain, and anything that was accurate in there is quite frightening. So there you go. <laughs> it's sinful. It was to entirely. Listen to podcasts. It is sinful to listen to this podcast, certainly. Even though we don't use bad language. Even though we don't. And we don't actually. We don't use bad language. I think no. we've sworn once ever in the whole twenty-one yeah. episodes. See if you can find where it is. When it's very quiet and very subtle. When Wendy. When, when Wendy. Surprisingly Wendy's... enough, it was me. <laughs> when Wendy Carlos uh, re-recorded "Switched on Bach." She used digital synthesizers, except for one note, which was still on the old analog Moog synthesizer. And she wrote, and she wrote a challenge to all her fans and said, "If you identify that one note, mm-hmm. and apparently people did. So if they can do that, I'm sure they'll hear your sotto voce epithet." That reminds me, I was uh, I, um, when I was working at Talk Radio, we used to. Um uh, they used to not be t- particularly honest. That's about Kelvin that. McKenzie's radio That's station. Right. It was, it, he'd bought it at that point, and it wasn't until very recently at that point, because he turned it into talk sport. But at this point... Which um, you much prefer. Oh, yes. Well, of course, you know me in sport. Mm. Um, they were perhaps slightly less than honest about their live coverage of some of the sports. Um, so, like, for instance, I remember the motocross <laughs> coverage. I'm not sure if I should say You, you should. Say I might it. get myself in quite a lot of trouble. No, told, if, if it's I, true, then... I told Private Eye this and they printed exactly. it, but they at least kept me in. No, but the it's like, look, you're not going to get back a job at talk radio. So <laughs> no, that's true. It was true. Anyway, who would want to work for commercial radio these days? They're unpleasant people. But anyway, um, yes, when they covered the motocross, they would uh, not necessarily be actually at the motocross. They would just be watching it on the telly. <laughs> yes. And they played motorbike noises in the background. 
and um, used to get calls people going in. That's quite clearly a W764B, not C. That well, obviously other people notice it already, so you're not probably not revealing. Well, exactly. Things. So these people would phone up and say, "Those bike noises don't match the bike thing you're covering," which is absolutely <laughs> fascinating. Excellent. Um, yeah, so if people can detect that; they'll be able to detect others. No, I, I remember it. I remember at the time, Private Eye had run a story saying that they were faking their live cover- coverage of football. Um, of which mm. I never saw any evidence. I heard the rumours. Well, if they, do, never... if they do one, it would be plausible. Well, I never saw, but it, you, but I couldn't say for sure, but I, I, I never saw it. would be plausible. It's plausible for sure, mm. and I never saw any evidence of this. Um, and I think, I, you know, and I would say now, now it's a sports station and it's affiliated with Sky, I'm sure they have no problems getting live coverage. Yeah, they don't need um, to fake it. Yes, exactly. It's kind but, of easier but, to but so, so what happened was I read in Private Eye and then <laughs> I read a retraction where they, had, they wrote a retraction, a big story in Private Eye saying, we apologise for having reported Kelvin this. Threatened and to kill them. Well, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they threatened to sue them quite a lot. And so they put a retraction for this. And I read this and I thought, well, I know what they have done. And mm. so I, I, I emailed them. And I, my phone rang like minutes later. Mm-hmm. Francis Ween going, tell me more about this. It was very exciting. Oh, so I, I saw Francis Ween give a talk the other night. Oh, yeah. Uh, with David Aronovich, and it was about oh, yeah. voodoo histories. Wow. Um, you know, the book they wrote were about people who believe in conspiracy theories and all the things that link conspiracy theories together and what sort of mindset links it together and, you know, discussing the ludicrousness of them. And, of course, <laughs> the studio audience, the studio audience, the, the audience uh, when they had questions after, they put up their hand, and what sort of questions come? Of course, I don't believe in any uh, conspiracy theory, except, of course... Um, you know, JFK was... Uh, you know, <laughs> or, I don't believe in... But, you know, 9-11 was a put-up job. Or, oh, Mearsheimer and Walt, you know, the Jews are all in cahoots with uh, whatever. And was Did like, someone really say that? Yes. So the oh, whole... But it's like everybody... Nobody believes in a conspiracy theory and thinks it's all nonsense, except for their own little one, which, of course, they believe. And they said, you're being very naive, aren't you, to David Aronovich. And apparently, um, <laughs> apparently David Icke has decided that David Aronovich is one of the lizards or oh, the okay. lizard helpers. Well, I'm sure yeah. Francis Reed wrote how Mumbo Jumbo took over That's the world. That's correct. So so be a lizard as well. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Yes. Apparently, one of the, the you know the person there, there's there's some there's some mad American who believes that the Queen is in charge of the world's drug trade. <laughs> She's in her 80s. In order to get America back as a colony, because oh, okay. she's dumping lots of drugs in America mm-hmm. to destabilize, mm-hmm. and then they'll mm-hmm. come back to her and say, mm-hmm. um, "Come on, Queenie, take us back again and bring us back to sanity." And she's like, "Oh, okay then." And. <laughs> and um, <laughs> And apparently, Your Queen impression is one of the best I've ever heard, by the way. I am glad to name this <laughs> ship the Queen Oriana. You see, it does work. And then, uh, so anyway, I like it when people do, just to stop you a moment, but I like it when people do Queen impressions. They tend to go, Oh, hello, hello, I'm the Queen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, that's what the Queen does. I'm the Queen. She goes around yes. and goes, I'm the Queen. The people that know Your Majesty. My name's Prince Charles. <laughs> that's good, you done. Can, can you do Frank Spencer? Oh, the cat's done a on the carpet. It's always, I've never seen that programme. I don't know who he is. But I've, I've heard impressionists, impressionists yeah. of bad impressionists yes, say, right. ooh, the ooh, cat's done a whoopsie on the carpet. That's right. The cat. But there was the one where he oh. fell down the, the roller skates and then, I've not oh, seen this. isn't he an amazing stunt? Oh. Anyway, I was talking about the Queen in charge of the world drug trade. Yes, of course. And apparently Francis... Which is a fact. Francis Ween had written some sort of humorous article about this, mm-hmm. and the same man then said that basically Francis Ween was one of her henchmen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For, for writing this article, so yep. you can never win. That's true. You, you're, you're, well, you're going to be inveigled in it if you the tali- That it. makes the Taliban the Queen's own personal army, really, doesn't it? Well, yeah, but we knew that. That seems like that's a fact. That's yeah. the best thing about facts? Mm-hmm. Ultra true. Facts are ultra true. They're, they're, they're even truer than mm-hmm. falsehoods. <laughs> That's true too. Uh, That's a fact. Do you remember, is that a fact? No. Maybe you were in, in the country when that was on TV. No. 
that had the uh, the theme tune. Is that a fact? Is that a fact? Or is it just a mystery? Was it just a fact? Right, and they had, I don't think the opposite of a fact is a mystery. No, I know. I'm not, like I might, be, mis- I might be misremembering. But they had one bit in the tune that went, uh, King Canute sat on the beach and told the waves, get out of reach. Is that a fact? And of course then they explained that it wasn't, you know, why he really did that. Yes, but it is a fact. But it is a fact. But it's the inference you draw from exactly. that fact that's actually that's right. the right. So falsehood. they said that it was a fact, but... They told the truth about poor old King Canute, the most maligned... Knut. Knut, indeed. Knut. Like, it's a very bad anagram. Mm. Um, oh, uh, one of the most... Uh, that slug is so distracting. Um, one of the most maligned uh, good men in history. He was a, a, a man of enormous wisdom. Yes. And he demonstrated this so beautifully. And, and then history has remembered him as saying well, the, the precise opposite of what he said. Making the opposite did. point. Oh, it's so tragic. That he, that he was trying man. to make... Yeah, it's it, it, it is a bit tragic. It's as imagine it, being you know. It's you, as if Jamie Oliver remembered two thousand years hence arguing for junk <laughs> that junk food be given to children because it was quick and convenient. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I like that. I'm yeah. not quite sure if Jamie Oliver and King Canute match up, and Jamie Oliver's heralded as a god he by will. his people. I think he, he is. He tried to over uh, to overturn. He did. Is that, 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 yes. Do you think Jamie Oliver is God? Do you think he's the second coming? Oh, his tongue suggests it. <laughs> he has a holy tongue. Holy tongue, indeed. Mm. So, do you do you believe? Okay, you're about to do. A, you're suddenly about to launch into a creed in love after life. <laughs> you have to sing that. Like, do you believe in love? Do, do, well, talking about that, I mean, that's a vocoder, so that's all right. That's a stylistic choice. But yes. you know, so most popular music well, have these... you noticed come on this is a no, th- we should be having this no, no, topic not to no, discuss no, but most, no but the, my problem is most that's fine I don't mind it mm-hmm. so there you go I'm not whinging about it it's a stylistic option but most pop music today is auto-tuned yes and even those artists who do not need auto-tuning in order to give the aesthetic are auto-tuned mm. What do you it's, think of it? It's fascinating. I don't. I. I. I the absence I of auto. The absence of auto tuning is putting off the audience. Is, is the rumor? Yeah. So when they when the sound is, when the auto tune when the person can sing in tune, people aren't. But they don't. People aren't appreciating. <laughs> it's good. But they um yeah exactly and 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 so it's it's off putting apparently to the audience. Now that may, that sounds like it's probably quite apocryphal. Exactly. I mean the reason. I mean it's it's great news for people like Simon Cowell. Mm-hmm. Because it means that people, uh, you no longer need anybody who can sing. Well, absolutely. Uh, you, you can take that, the, the one barrier. Oh, you had to sort of be able to hold a tune together. Mm-hmm. Now you don't need anybody who can sing. So to get people not only to accept that, but to actually demand it as yes, aesthetic it's, it's phenomenal, is yes. a wonderful trick to pull off. Because yeah, it means that you have carte blanche. Mm-hmm. You have ultimate flexibility. And it also means that nobody can hold you as a record producer uh, and the Svengali to ransom with their talent. Because they don't need any. It is. It's like going into. It's like going into a Starbucks and this is an instant. Hmm. It's it's insane. But uh, I wonder whether there will. I don't know if there will be a backlash. For me, it's. It's. I think it's polluting the uh, country's ear in the same way that NutraSweet has polluted the country's palate. And now people right. don't. People don't know what proper sweet is, and that's why only in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Um. You people. The 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 soft drink manufacturers can get away with putting mm-hmm. artificial sweeteners in the full fat version yes. of the product. Like Fanta, for example. Uh-huh. Fanta, normal Fanta, if you go to anywhere on the continent or indeed mm-hmm. in the places in America where you can get it, it has sugar in it or high fructose corn syrup yes. in America, of course. Only in this country, Fanta, because it's much cheaper to produce this way, is flavoured primarily with artificial sweeteners mm-hmm. and indeed Tango and all the other soft drinks 
only in the UK. It's not put up with anywhere yeah. else on the yeah. on the planet, frankly. And I wonder whether I think auto tuning is the equivalent of this. I wonder if people are. Well, sadly, uh, that is international, though, isn't it? There's mm, no, there's it's no like an international regional. version of that. But I wonder whether people's ears are being distorted so that unless that note is precisely on the frequency that's required, people are start, going to start rebelling against it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a bit sad because you know, quirky. Quirky versus I mean, is well, Jan- will Janis Joplin be better for being auto tuned? <laughs> Can you imagine? No, for me, the the music that means the the singing that means the most to me to hear is the broken, the cracking, the slightly out of key mm. voices. Those are the those are the the musicians I most like. Uh, I would say, obviously, um, Nick Cave, uh, mm. John Daniel of, of the Mountain Goats. He's a Christian. Yes, he is. Uh, John Daniel. People keep saying that he is, or he isn't. It's quite interesting, but uh, who cares? And um, uh, Rock Plaza Central is another fantastic example of a singer whose just voice is broken. He's a Christian. I doubt it. I don't mm. know. I don't, I, don't, I don't imagine that he is or isn't. I don't care. Mm. You yes. do care. I don't really. I don't you know. Do. You do. Seems you, you want him to be one of your team. Everyone should listen to Rock Plaza Central. I'm going to promote them. Why? Because they're really, really what? good, and I've never heard anyone well, else sell recommend them, them. Sell them to me. They're a band, and they sing songs. Well, they sing their albums are concept albums, which is interesting. So each album is a, is a, is, a, is a thematic has a narrative, a thematic narrative, and so um, there's this album called Are We Not We Are Not Horses Are We Not Horses I forget. <coughs> are we not? About, no, no, we're not. Which we're is humans. about robot horses. Robots. Yeah, robot horses, metal horses. But it's asking whether we. Them? It's asking whether we well, are. Robot. I'll tell you what they're called now. Uh, they're asking whether we are robot horses. So well, it seems to be going deeper than that. Let's uh, find. Let's find out because I might be wrong. How are you going to find out? I'm going to consult my iPod. What are you going to ask it? Oh, iPod of wisdom. <laughs> what is the name of the album by Rock Plaza Central? You press it with your. Uh, are we not horses? But it doesn't say robot horses. No, I'm just. I'm telling you that it's about metal horses. Is, it, well, is that a picture of a metal horse? Uh, let's, oh, I don't know how to see the picture. Make sure you don't play any of this. We don't have any license to. Shall I accidentally play some? No, don't. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Fair use has been depleted already. But right. Can you see the metal horse in the middle? Like it it is a metal horse. I can yeah. I can conclusively confirm that we are don't breach copyright. I I'm can sure con- they wouldn't mind. They would. I can conclusively <laughs> confirm that we are not horses. Certainly not metal ones. That's true. You're very uh, protective about copyright, aren't you? I am. I, I think that. An artist is entitled to yes. his unique work, which is uniquely his. Uniquely he created from scratch. From scratch. I mean, yes. he, he, he yeah. made the universe and all the laws. <laughs> that's right, that's true, he did, didn't he? And, and he presented them to us, which yeah. we consume very passively. Yes, that's right. I just sat there and <laughs> sat poured there. on me. It was poured into our ear like an ointment. Yes. And, and we did nothing. I mean, we, we, you know, we do no more than this microphone does, or indeed this bottle of Bailey's uh-huh. does in reaction to the sound. That's true. Um, that was one thing that Mr. Finnamore got wrong. <laughs> his ultimate dinner ladies Mr. dinner ladies wrong. and his utter rejection of the death of the author but then I've noticed that people he who... didn't utter rejection he said he that didn't. he disagreed he said he doesn't necessarily agree with no, it he's so no, I, I would have been entirely. interested to hear his nuanced argument were there only a moment for him in which he could have spoken <laughs> he, he couldn't have though <laughs> I didn't allow it that's true he didn't <clears throat> but it wouldn't have been this podcast if I had so there we are that's <laughs> true it's a very fair point it would have been an interview it would have been and god dis- forbid it had been it would have been a deception to our audience our audience, our audience. Oh, would have no, no. One of, us. Uh, one of our, uh, we won't mention any names, but um, do you do you have a copy of it on your? Oh, own? I have to dig it out. Talk about something else while I look. For okay, it. what I, what I'm going to currently talk about is <laughs> you didn't think of it. How lovely the sky is when it is blue. 
I know that's the oldest cliche of all things. And one says, "Oh, let's talk about the weather." I love how you sound like you're reading from a script when you talk. We always to talk, talk about the weather. We always talk about the weather as if it's a cliche. But actually, I have to admit that when the sky is blue, I am always happy. Even if I've learned that always somebody happy. I, yeah, even if I've learned that somebody I know has died of a horrible sort of cancer yes. rather than the nice sort. Yes. Um, if the sky is blue, I'll feel happier. Whereas if I learn one day that my eternal soul is protected and all my loved ones have made a huge amount of money on the lottery and are all happy, mm-hmm. if the sky is grey, I'll be sad. So the pathetic, <laughs> fallacy, the pathetic fallacy is very true. And when I, I, I would like to immigrate to a country once I have retired, whenever that might be, where the sky is almost always blue because I do not derive any <coughs> pleasure out of clouds Except for maybe an hour a day when we have a huge thunderstorm which immediately clears itself out. So what you're saying is... Not California, That though. you have no personality beyond the weather. You have no emotional reaction or response. Or I am the weather. You're completely... You are literally the weather. <laughs> Correct. That's astonishing. Could you maybe warm up a bit, Always please? bring the weather with you everywhere I go. <laughs> I am crowded house and I always bring Nick the weather with me. <laughs> you do. Okay, now, I don't know if it's even appropriate to read this email. But we won't mention names. It, is, it wasn't even sent to... It wasn't even sent to what I'm doing, so it's sent to my personal email address. Well, tough. It, it, it was about this podcast. And it, it just shows you, I want everybody who listens to this to feel ashamed yes. at the lack of commitment <laughs> you have to this podcast. Do you we want have, to listen to the levels of commitment? We have some have. very loyal and faithful listeners, we thought. Yes. But now we've got something to compare them to. Yes, and all of you, even if you fiddle a bit in, in ways with yourselves when you listen to us... <laughs> <laughs> listen, yes. listen to what you have I to. You're going to be at least subtle, but no, fiddle with yourself. Listen yes. to what you have to live up to. Now, change okay. the names, but I'm otherwise change the names the to protect text. them. Yes, um, and we shan't even say which region of the world they're from. Yes, um, they're not from the United Kingdom. We'll say that much because it's necessary for the comment that's made. Okay, so hey, they say, my boyfriend, comma blank. Yes. Uh, redacted. Yes. Uh, and I thought we'd drop you a line to tell you we're fans of your podcast, Rum Doings. That's nice so far. Thanks very much. Thanks. That's nice. We get Excellent. occasionally get some fan mail. It's very appreciated. Cool. Yes. We, we like that. Yes. We do. I mean, we have egos. Well, hey, and here we go. It's yeah. nice that part of this is because it's extremely funny. Well, yes, that's lovely to hear, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, we genuinely don't explicitly try very hard to be funny, but we hope the persiflage is humorous and warm. Mm-hmm, Good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. So mm-hmm. far. And encourages heated debate between us. Well, I'm glad that that does. You know, sometimes the divergence of opinion can be a creative way of learning about new things. It can bring you together. It can can bring you you together. Isn't that a paradox, how divergence can bring convergence? There you go, absolutely. Now, what is the sine qua non of convergence, I wonder? Hmm. Let's think (laughs) along as we read the next bit. Everyone, I hope you had your thesaurus and dictionary. Carry on, please. For this, that section. Uh, It encourages heated debate between us. Mm-hmm. And the other part... <laughs> so, so the first part they like is they like yeah. the humour and the debate. The humour and the debate. And the other, the other part, part, that the other part like. is all the sex we have when we're listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> oh, I hope they are right now. They may well be. I hope they are. If they weren't, they are now. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, lying down together to listen to your podcast, we often get carried away by the inherent erotic nature <laughs> of British wit. Inherent erotic? Surely it's extrinsic erotic. I'm sorry, but there's nothing inherently erotic about either there's Trump something or inherently me. There is about me, I'm telling you. My British wit. Your, your, your wit's very inherent. I reckon people can't get through a page of my writing in the magazines either. Yeah, the magazine, the pages are all stuck together. <laughs> I know, it's awful. People are like, 
Really? Why would you, why would I bother wasting money on porn when I John, could buy PC will you, will, you, will, will you read that sentence again? Because it sounded like you were just making up a throwaway end to the last sentence. So will you read that again? This is actually what's written. And also the other thing is... I hope they don't. I really hope they don't mind. They don't because I don't know who they we are. Really do love, we really yeah. do love that you said no, this. No, the other... Yes. Lying down together to listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. We often get carried away by the inherent erotic nature of British wit. And what was said and before? And it concludes. That? Oh, you, I'm not going to. No, no, just before that, because it actually did say the word. Oh, we, sorry. And all the and all, all, the, and, all the, and, and the other part is all the sex we have while listening to it. <laughs> I can't, you, this can't be a real email. Well, it, Conclu- conclu- it concludes. Irrefi- I can never say that. Well, say that word for me. I can never say it out loud. Irrevocably. Thank you. Uh, for better or worse, thinking of you. So thanks. Sincerely redacted. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. I mean, they don't explicitly say not to read it out, so you can only assume that was what they intended. And we didn't mention any names. <coughs> That's true. But they, what if their friends recognise them somehow? Oh, I know that writing style. <laughs> I know that writing style. What if, what oh, if I've heard that strange... That with... sounds just like my primary school teacher's writing. Well, not primary, it's a non-primary school, isn't it? <laughs> okay, let's say an A-level student, hopefully. <laughs> yes. Um, that sounds just like Miss Such-and-Such. <laughs> I thought you wouldn't give away that's her name. A, that's her name. Um, Miss Such and Such. I'm gonna try to just slip down. It, it just it, slipped it, out. It's Jeanette Such and Such. Jeanette Such and Such. <laughs> so there you are, listeners. However loyal you are, yes. get get to it. <laughs> and if you're on your own, work something out. Yes, you have the internet now, that's and right. all that avails you there. You don't need the internet. I've, they've got this podcast. No, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, but they want something to This is all the stimulation anyone would <laughs> They don't need any other. <laughs> this is enough. I mean, it's bizarre. To get... <coughs> but, but, but being honest, I mean, it, it's bizarre and yeah. slightly peculiar getting an email mm-hmm. like that. But oh, it's, also, it's, it's also quite, it's quite flattering. A it's quite a compliment. Absolutely. I also love that I began this by celebrating the uh, the fantastic move, bold move my church has taken, and now I'm suggesting people jerk off listening to our podcast. As a good, mix, I must apologise. I must apologise for. I must apologise for John Walker's bad language. Oh, it was very bad. The word jerk. We don't say the word jerk in polite <laughs> Jerk company. chicken. Like the film The Jerk. Yes, or That's Jerk right. Chicken. Jerk uh, Chicken, uh, yeah. That's a, not a nice way to prepare chicken. <laughs> well, it might be. Uh, What's yeah, this uh, sauce? Yeah, yeah, isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it horrible to think of jerking or doing the equivalent of a chicken, whereas it, where it's so nice to slit its neck or chop its head off? Isn't it funny how one side of things is considered... Who's the real evil man here? Is it, is it the man who masturbates onto a plate of chicken? Or is or it the businessman? We just took other people's material again. This is material. Shocking. Sticky material. Sticky. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. like Monica Lewinsky's blue Please dress with the stains stop. on it. Speaking, do you remember the Bill Clinton? Like peaked. Do you remember the Bill Clinton? Do you remember? No, the- I've forgotten that. No, but do you remember? Isn't it? It was a surreal. <laughs> this is what we were obsessed about. You know, the economy was going fine. There were no this- particular wars going on, and we were obsessed with them. I don't think a late night tea- chat show in America can get through an hour without mentioning it. Still, even still, it's still it's you not have current. To do Bill Clinton. Jokes. No, but I think they do it now with a sense of nostalgia. Oh, so my God, that was the worst we had to worry about <laughs> was whether the president, had, the president's um, presidential fluids had <laughs> gone beyond <laughs> the separation of powers <laughs> and and now imagine that's the only thing we had to worry about now that would be nice wouldn't it mm. I'm sure it wasn't the only thing they had to worry about no but it, you think about the, you know. and I think if they were to find out that Mr Obama had done something similar it would be of equal scale today do you think he has no I really don't think he has really I've no evidence to base it on but it just seems like a decent chap doesn't he yeah, and whatever else you said about Clinton, he'd never seemed like a decent chap. But he seemed like a sound guy. I mean, he's sleazy. 
Sleazy but brainy, really. Sleazy, brainy. yeah, brainy. Well, one could yeah. be one could be Absolutely, brainy and indecent. Of course. The Marquis de Sade, for example, was brainy, but he defined indecency. But uh, I think Mr. Obama seems brainy and quite decent. Yes. He may not be. And it's been a, you know, it's a bit of an anticlimax, isn't it? Well, like year. that wasn't predictable. Yeah, I know. What then, do you mean no, he isn't actually Lord Jesus? Why is he well, not Well, no, but the one water? thing... Well, No, 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 well, I, I agree with all that. It's the Guantanamo Bay bit that bothers me. It's the, the promise. And I remember, this, I remember being really smug at the time because uh, the first issue of um, Amnesty International's magazine came out uh, to a week into his presidency and the front cover was this giant oh well amnesty had been discredited thing of, anyway. uh, of text saying um, when are you are you going to stick to your promise of the thing with that? <laughs> and before they'd even come out he'd actually come out and said it's going to be closed in 100 days mm. and everyone was so smug ah amnesty you were, you, were, you were too fast off the board amnesty are yeah, fantastic and, and, and no they're not no, they, they, no, no I disagree no. until well until the recent news which they've collapsed yeah. But um, up until well, then, we, we can create a new one. Okay. Why don't we create a new one who actually supports human rights and doesn't fetishize people's mm. fascistic opinions just because they happen to be a bit brown? Maybe we can do that. It's yeah. It's, it was greatly disappointing there. But at the even at yeah. that time, you know, there's nothing wrong with amnesty. But they just made themselves look a little bit silly. But unfortunately, now in hindsight, uh, Obama didn't stick to that, and that, that was I think. Oh, well, didn't he? That's uh, my biggest disappointment. Didn't he? I know. I think they're a big. I, I'm not particularly disappointed about it because it's a complicated thing to deal with I mean the problem is a lot of the people in there their original countries don't want them back yes I, I mean what do we what do you do about those people yeah. who clearly are problematic they're in a, a weird situation where nobody wants them they may well be guilty of a number of different crimes and yet nobody wants to try them on those crimes either for, for obvious reasons as well and if you also send them back to their country chances they'll be tortured to death so there mm-hmm. is a there is a bit of a problem because these are people who may well be dangerous who can't be tried now because the trial would probably be thrown out and therefore would be allowed back in society and you probably don't want them to be and you can't send them back to where they were because either their countries don't want them or will kill them. So there is there's a problem. You know what I say? I think they should be all be stuck on some island somewhere. <laughs> Just let them fight it out. Yeah. yeah so that's basically o- open up all their cages and say, off you go. Yeah, scrap it out. You can say, he's, he's, he's a Sunni, he's a Shiite, off you go. Good luck. Yeah, you could do that. Um, maybe it would work. Maybe that's foreign policy, you see? Not only do we give erotic charges to our listeners, but we also offer sensible solutions to complicated (laughs) geopolitical issues. I don't know whether this is a joke that everyone automatically thinks of and it's incredibly trite to bring it up, or whether it is actually a a word that I know you will. Um, The the Sunni and Shiite thing Mm -hmm. just sounds so similar to Sunni and Cher to me. Oh, right. Whenever I hear it on the news, I always think of the conflict between Sonny and Cher and their constant fighting. No, I never thought of that, and I on. don't think it's particularly clever either. I quite like yeah. the idea yeah. of Sonny and Cher. Yeah. But the two, the basically, Racist. that's where it began, was that when they divorced, and, yes. they, and it, became, it, it quickly became clear they weren't, it wasn't going to be amicable. Yeah, you'd, say Shuni, half, so you'd say Sunni, and yeah. half this, team of the, this group of Muslims teamed up with... with, with uh, Cher mm-hmm. and half teamed up with Sonny. <laughs> well, tell me and about that's how that began. That conflict. Know something famous about so two names? True, two, that's a fact. Name name two two other interesting things about Sonny. You might not know. A, he became a Scientologist. Oh dear. And B, um, well, you know, he be he he star he became a senator. Mm-hmm. As you know, and the thing that he did constantly was to try and bring in perpetual copyright. Try to bring in perpetual copyright. Yes, he tried to bring it in and he couldn't. 
in the end because he skied into a tree. <laughs> that, can, that can really come See, that's it. what piracy does. <laughs> Those evil pirates planted a tree <coughs> stop true. coughing in front of I'm it. sorry for coughing. I can't help it. I have do a cough. Do you have a cough or do you have throat cancer? Throat cancer. Well, can you get rid of it? It's still throat. a cough. Just get rid of the way. throat. Do you I'll need your throat? I'll have it removed. Well, what do you need your throat for? Oh, have you seen... Did you read the interview Can't with, you just um, inject it? A few weeks back. <clears throat> Roger Ebert uh, did an interview with a squire. And he's had most of his... Uh, he's had his jaw removed, removed yes. Because he had cancer. He's, he's an American film, film reviewer. Film yeah. critic. In America, it, 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 astonishing fame. Shall I um, use the word again? Which is that? that you objected to earlier, the phrase, he is the sine qua non of well, film I, critics. I, don't, I didn't object to it at all. It was just quite, it was just so many in a row of words I didn't Fair understand. Enough. Well, anyway... Well, yes. explain what it means. Well, he was with... Uh, he was with, Do you want to know literally what it means? Yes, I do. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, if I... Oh, okay, well, I can not only will I tell you what it means, but I'll show you that you already know what okay. it means. Come on. Um, when I say sans serif... I just, like, before you start, i just like to say Nick does this to me no. all the when time. You say, when you say sans serif, you know when you've got a serif yes. line, yeah. which has got little... Curlicues at the end of the letters. Mm-hmm. What does sans serif mean? I have no idea. Without. Serif. Okay, without serif. Yeah. So uh, the uh, Latin. Why doesn't it pronounce sans serif then? Well, probably if you were in France, it would. Oh, okay. But uh, so in Latin, uh, sine is the ablative of that. It's the equivalent. It means without. Right. Sine qua uh, is which and non, mm-hmm. n- no, or not. Yeah. So, so without which, none. And so sine qua non means. Um, the, effectively, the, the the perfect example, the top, the okay. pinnacle of an example. Right. So, without which, uh, out of which there are no others. That, that, yeah, that if you, yeah. in other if you get rid of, if you discount this one, there are no others. So, okay, the sine qua non of mm-hmm. um, of of our um, rude British chefs. Right, it's, it's Gordon Ramsay. It's Gordon Ramsay. I suppose you could do that, but it's an inelegant example for which I apologise. And, and we'll Pierre be White might be upset. Marco Pierre, Pierre White would be angry. Yeah, would be so I, I, I used to give it a go. Yeah, it's true. Mar- oh dear, Mark he White. tried to do an American uh, cookery-based reality show. It didn't go failed. well. Yeah. Although the, um, the, the, the Gordon Ramsay um, American Kitchen Nightmares... That's pretty, hilarious. It's pretty terrible as it's, well. The editing is awful, the music is terrible, and the, uh, uh, the patronising voiceover is disgusting. They've just changed the voiceover guy in the most recent episode. Uh, you, you don't guys, need don't a voiceover. Why the British one doesn't need oh, a voiceover? But, no, but, oh, did they, are you all talking about when they show it in Britain? Yes. Yes, that's right. Because in America they have a totally different narrator. Oh. Um, they have an American guy doing the narration. But the, the, what I love about that, because in the UK, I think Kitchen Nightmares actually it's quite a decent show in the UK. Mm-hmm. It's he genuinely wants yeah. to help these restaurants. Yeah. And yeah. he meets some very strange and, and peculiar people who are quite determined not to listen to him despite mm. his expertise. And then eventually they will either capitulate and things will improve, or mm-hmm. they will. Defend themselves against him, and then they'll report the restaurant has closed down since, or bad things have mm. happened, and so on. The American version is—he's he, like—he's a—he's painted as a Christ-like figure. He arrived, before he arrives, they interview everyone, going, "Oh, he's so amazing, and he's just so handsome." Yeah, and they always talk about how great his bum is and things like this. And then he turns up, and he's like this this angel who visits them. But then he meets one person he has a conflict with. And the devil. He, gets he meets stuck. the devil. He meets the devil. That's yeah. right. And then the devil is fired yeah. from the restaurant. As all, cast, yeah, out. Cast, cast out, cast out of the out. restaurant, and then he, um, <laughs> and then then there is the then there is the moment of resurrection when they this is which is interesting because they completely yeah. refit the restaurant, which they never do in the UK version. No, no, they don't touch a tablecloth. Or, or, they'll, they'll, or, they'll, they'll, or they'll tell them to. They'll tell them yes. to. They'll say, you know, but you put freshen this up. And in the US version, they completely resurrect the restaurant. It's a, it's a makeover it. show as well. They, exactly, they'll gut it and refit it completely. At, so basically, endorsing these money wasting 
um, fools. These people mm. have been running, running the business terribly. Yeah. And they're coming in and, and reward them for this with brand yeah. new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of that, he has they have one service to prove themselves, which is of course it's one night is it all that counts. With no one know, night have, in Bangkok, you have your opening night. I uh, know, but of and course you have no preparation. You no, know, you know what happens. The, the opening night starts off badly. Yes, that's right. And there's the crisis. Yes, that's right. And then well, it might start somebody, off quite well. No, and then goes down. No, no, but then somebody then, flounces out. And yeah. I, say, I, I just need to go out for a smoke. I just, yeah. I just can't yeah. cope with this. Yeah. And then. Come on, big boy, show your cocoons. Come on, big boy. Go on, you can show it. You can show, 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 so you've got your balls. And then it goes in. Yeah. I say, all right, I'll try. And then, and then by the end, it's sort of okay. And then the second night is all right. So but like, what's, so what's so interesting about it is, is as you're saying about the editing being bad. My, my lovely socks are being worn again. I'll show them to the mic. Yes, everyone gag now. The socks that, the socks that you commented and hated before, I they wore especially. They are quite revolting. Anyway. Um, so, what's in the, you're talking about the editing, what's really interesting in that is that, that is how they obviously fake stuff for this. So they'll yes. say, coming up next on Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. And then they have, um, they, they've done this twice this season. <clears throat> and to do it once was cheap, but to do it twice is unbelievable. They have a f- picture of some fire so that, a big fire in the kitchen and then fire trucks pulling up outside with the sirens blaring oh, and they say could this coming up after the break the most shocking bad you've ever seen in kitchen nightmares and then it comes back and the fire bit may not even appear one time it didn't even appear but it's genuinely just a bit of flame firing up from the pan and they put some oil in and then they feed some firemen who arrive in their fire truck and they've done that twice oh my goodness which is that kind of cheap lazy keep watching this show because the restaurant's going to burn down Uh, oh no the the first time they did it they actually had a huge roaring fire (laughs) and the fire trucks and then the reveal was it was him burning their crappy decor that they didn't like anymore and then they had it's, if you're not, you don't take my my two my twos graciously, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the fire trucks turning up to put the fire out because it was you know I'm sure they had to have fire yeah, safety yeah, exactly just presence. part of the uh, and they were just there as part of the gang and it yeah. was like and they've done that twice now it's so cheap I can't stand that the American version of the program I think it's disgustingly it. badly made it is hilariously bad but Arthur Smith I assume it's Arthur Smith as in Arthur Smith exec mm. producer it's his production company he must be very rich from off the back of that and slightly more evil than I thought he was if he's prepared to well, make programmes is. with such mendacious intent but you know I mm. like Arthur Smith he's a nice chap well you just like him because he sounds avuncular he might be very evil for <laughs> all <laughs> you know. avuncular yeah. enough if he sounded like this, Phillips, my name is Arthur Smith. Yes, exactly. Like that. Yeah, so like you wouldn't like him. You, you, you're just. Especially a, if you did that with his hands. A, a, can you see what they, what he's doing yeah, with his hands? That. Yes. That. You're a voice racist. I am, aren't I? Yes, you're <laughs> a voice racist. Yes. Did, did you enjoy? Nothing wrong with being racy. Did you enjoy the Judy song? Yes, sing the Judy song for our listeners. What? Let's see if you can remember. I can't it. remember it at all. Go on then. I'm trying to remember the words. It was something like I certainly can't remember the tune. <clears throat> well, if I sing it now, and if Judith happens to be in the room, my daughter, yeah, then shall shall we end on this? Then is it our time? We've got to... a couple of minutes before you should sing. Well, if it end on the we'll, Judy, we'll song. end on the Judy well, song, we'll, we'll and you can try and join join in. It's a bit like you know that wonderful conceit on a film or a, or indeed a television program where somebody said, "I'll tell you what, I'll start off." And you can sing along. And of course, <laughs> after the first three bars, the other person is note perfect <laughs> yes, and, right. and harmonising, and of course, the orchestra unseen joins in and all that kind of stuff. So that's what will happen this time. You'll, 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 <laughs> yeah. Even though there are only two of us, we'll yeah. be doing four-part close harmony <laughs> right, with an orchestra in the background. Yes. 
that I will oh. fart out the back of me. That would be an extraordinary thing. Well, you could. Yeah, I'd give it a go. <laughs> yes, I don't really think it would be. I feel like we've really covered a broad range of subjects, and I have <laughs> no idea how we're Jesus and farting and sex and... Whacking on chicken and mm. um, the situation in, in Iraq. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> the presidencies of Bush and Obama. Yes. Oh, uh, Clinton and Obama. You can't say that we don't give you a pick-and-mix selection here, sine qua non. You can say that. You could very easily say it. would be <laughs> yes. wrong if you did. In fact, I did say that if I'd have just That's said... True. You, if I you have can't gone, say... <laughs> <laughs> you can't say... I can't say... That's true. Evil people who use such terms. <laughs> That's our new joke. That's a good joke. We've had two you can jokes use, now. Listeners, you can use that joke. What was our other joke? Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> good. <laughs> you, I can't say what it is. You, you, you had a mug of coffee today. Yes, I did. It was decaffeinated. Yes, it was. But as I've just said, it was in a mug. Yeah, it was. Did that cause issues? It was. It was fine. I scraped through. <laughs> you scraped. Through. I did. I was big and brave. Well, I noticed earlier on today the we went to we met in a Starbucks and the lady there. You asked. You asked for a particular size of coffee. I asked for a tall because I want to. Well, they have millions and billions of different confusing All sizes. Three of them. <laughs> and and so actually, you, it's four. Yeah, and you asked for one. And she said, oh, I don't have a mug that fits that requirement. Yeah, I didn't have any small ones left. Well, why don't you just say, put the same amount I of did, I was, because I'll tell you why. She gave it to you in a paper cup. I and t- I thought, poor John and his preciousness. Oh my goodness, that's going to upset my palate and it's going to run away. But how brave was I? Your palate was going to jump out of your mouth. How brave was I? I didn't complain once. You were very well, brave. Well, I'll tell you why. <clears throat> Go on uh, there, tell uh, me why. Because we were only going to be there. I'll tell you why. I took my... <laughs> Now we're going to have to pay PRS fees because I sang that so well. Yes. Um, the the reason was because we were only going to be there for ten minutes, and so I uh, and therefore the paper was all right. No, so I could take it with me when I left. I couldn't walk off with one of their china mugs. Could I, I bet you people do. I'm sure they do. I bet you they do. I bet you people liberate mugs. Well, you, did, you must have stolen pint glasses when you were in university from pubs, no. surely. Do you no. never do that thing where you pulled your sleeve down no. over the pint glass you could leave no. for the full... No, I've never did that. No, I, I, I even Are did you... that. Really? I think... Yeah. You... Oh, goodness. I think I in think a I'm previous podcast... i have to go to prison. Hold on a moment. In episode one... <laughs> episode one? ...of Rum Doings... Yeah. I... Oh, look, it's time's up. It's time for the Judy song. <laughs> I admitted stealing Star Glider. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And you said you'd never stolen anything I in your I life. certainly wasn't lying. I just couldn't And you now admit that you it's constantly true. steal public house accoutrement. Oh, and that, there was that bank that I robbed. Yes. As well. But that's not really stealing, is it? Not to mention... <laughs> all that money you made off with from Lehman Brothers and those four years I spent shoplifting yeah um, no I didn't you I lived in shops I genuinely <laughs> oh please really are we four um, yes <laughs> but, you lifted shops up off their foundations clever put them in your bag but the thing the tragic yeah. thing is it you're was just, 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 just because your cat your cat enjoys running about mm-hmm. them and up and down their shelves that's true that's a sad thing you didn't even want the produce I didn't want it you just wanted the aisles that's true you can't find the aisles without the produce <laughs> no. it's awful the tragedy of no the I completely forgot yes I stole at least one probably two gla- pint glasses from pubs in my student days what a crime I'm going to hand myself into the police as soon as this is over mea culpa from you then it's <laughs> true culpa. right sure. I began by talking about my church and ended by talking about my sin good <laughs> I absolve you, my child. <laughs> Goodness, you were here. Pope Nicholas of the Second. One. 
two, one, two, three. Are you going to join in? <laughs> I don't even know the words on the tune. <laughs> so, yes, but um, it's, it's very complicated. I am, I am going to know all the dance moves. We do, we do, we, 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 uh, I do, we do sing this to my daughter every day. So I shall be like, I'm going to be the Oscar Levant to your Gene Kelly. I'm just going to okay. sit here looking she grumpy while you sing. Judy, she's a baby, and she loves to drink her milk. She is Judy, she's a baby, she has nappies, nappies that are made of silk. There you go, I sang on the podcast. Except for she doesn't have nappies that are made of silk. It's a lie. And, and because of that, yes. because she doesn't, yes. and this is, this is true, this, uh-huh. Victoria did some searches online <laughs> and found out that you can get nappy liners that are made oh, of silk. Surely it's just going to slip g- and run everywhere. <laughs> and we're going to buy these oh. just so that her song... Yes, it's true. <laughs> but and the only just... reason it needs to is that I couldn't think of anything else that usefully rhymes with milk at that point. Surely you could change it now, although I'm struggling to think <laughs> of anything. She likes to watch Sergeant Bill go. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> she finds 1950s American comedy troubling. <laughs> Does she? Yeah. Bilk. <clears throat> Filk. No. Kilk. No. You're right. It's, it's a, a, weird, a real common problem. word. Yeah. So let's it's end. Let's uh, let's end with a reprise, and okay. then we'll switch off. One and two. She is Judy, and she's, she's a baby, baby and, and she, she likes to drink her milk. She is Judy, she's a baby, she has nappies that aren't made of silk. Bye bye.